We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 27, 2015. And today we're going to be doing uh, probably quite large study, not, not as near as big as last time though, um, regarding the whole visit from the Pope, the coming one world, global religion, uh, how Rick Warren ties into that, and the things that the Pope is demanding regarding global, basically uh, the, all the stuff about climate change and all of the draconian things that he would want to do there, and then also the um, browbeating that we're getting from him regarding that we're not taking in enough illegal aliens, essentially. Um, and so we're going to be taking kind of an extensive look at that, and also uh, Bernie Sanders' recent visit to the Christian Liberty University, largest Christian university, Christian, quote, pseudo-Christian university, uh, in America, I don't know if it would be in the world as well, that abomination. Uh, but before we get into this, I just got this email from a listener, uh, Adam, and um, he was one of my listeners that coordinated with some of my other listeners to go down to Tomorrow World, I believe it is, and um, the that big rave where you know they charge these unbelievable amounts of money and you go there and you do all these drugs and all of this techno I've, I've done studies on it. if you can tomorrow world and the keyword i mean you you can't believe um the environment the satanic witchcraft flagrantly in your face that they have got going at those I, I, concerts, I guess. They're typically outdoor because they're so gigantic, they're, they're, they would be tough to hold indoors. So they usually have to make them outdoors. Well, it's been a long time coming. They made sure that they set this thing up, and I've put out several updates on this, where, you know, the Christians could not get access into any of the Tomorrow World perimeter. It was all on private property. Um, they did this ahead of time. I had a, a listener down there scouting that out, and, and he found this out like a month ago regarding just the, it would be very, very hard to access. Uh, and they did it all on purpose, obviously, because they don't want any interference from uh, praying Christians. I, I believe that's, that's the uh, main reason, or anybody that would be down there witnessing. Because it really is a absolute pagan, heathen, debauched, drug induced devil fest of of the highest magnitude that, that i've really ever seen um i would i would compare it all the way all day long to burning man it's just a different uh flavor of how they're going about that so <clears throat> this is I, I think they do this like i don't know like once a year now um could be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure it's only in america once a year at most and um, I got this this update, and he said, Dr. Scott, prayers have been answered. According to police, they shut down Tomorrow World down. Now, I'm going to give you an update on that in a second, though. Uh, praise God, we have to confirm further, but this is what the cops told us. Day one yesterday, the Lord led me to a Walmart as they were shuttling people from there, then also to the Renaissance Festival parking lot where I passed out tracks to cars. I was by myself Saturday. Brother Eric had to work. Today has been incredible. We have witnessed to Hindus, a few Satanists, false Christians. Heard some good discourse. Some rejected it outright. We got blessed with crowds because of the muddy parking situation. Forced them off the grounds. And more about that in a, in a second. Uh, God's, God's doing, of course. The highlight of the day is the Lord... Here's the cry of many righteous. And, and again, I thank anybody out there that was praying against this wickedness. I know there's been a ton to pray about this. <laughs> and this is just, this has almost gotten, although I did mention this, and I have mentioned it in my emails, this is something that's almost gotten uh, pushed aside as far as the whole month of September. But this was going on as well. And, and you talk about something like CERN that is goal is to literally open up these demonic satanic portals so that these devils and demons have the right to come into our plane of existence essentially inviting them through through this mass worship of satan invoking them well you know this is another portal 
literally, for that to happen. Um, so he goes on, the report is that they shut it down, no more music on the night of the blood moon. Now, the blood moon, this, this blood moon, um, I guess it's tonight, super blood moon only happens, not going to happen again until 2033, and then you get into the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, so far, and I'll just make a, a quick update on that. So far, as far as I know, now granted, yeah, a lot of things have happened. Pope's been here, addressed the UN, addressed Congress. Um, yes, there's been a lot of these these um, holidays that, that that have happened. I mean, they're, they're calendar events, okay? You know, the Day of Atonement and, and, the, Shem, and the Shemitah, or, or uh, yeah, last day of the Shemitah year on the 13th. Um, but, you know, as far as I know, we're we're probably still all here safe and sound. Now, I didn't really say a lot about it before. And hey, if something cataclysmic happens tonight, then I'll have to eat my words. But um, I have never seen more supposed prophets and primarily prophetesses up on the internet prior going into September and into September predicting Every kind of horrific thing on the planet that is going to happen. We're going to be hit with a tsunami that's going to roll all the way into the mountains of, of, of North Carolina. We're going to be hit with, you know, um, comets falling into the ocean in the Atlantic. Now, I'm not saying these things can't happen. But when you say you're a prophet and you predict something and it is time dependent and it doesn't happen, you are a false prophet. So please make note, mark that man as the bible says in romans 17 mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you've learned and avoid them for they that are such serve not our lord jesus christ but their own belly and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple and that's what i'm seeing rampant all of these hebrew roots jonathan khan and everybody else up there saying this is going to happen and, and then they'll usually provide themselves some way out though at the end if nothing cataclysmic happens there's always some out so that they can save and a lot of times there's not though i don't say you have an out if it's time dependent you can't say you've seen mass repentance like they did in nineveh you know th then i could understand okay the hand of judgment of god was was lifted i, I get that but we haven't had that it's getting worse by the day so I see no reason why God would change his mind on some prophetic thing as there's been no mass repentance, even on a local scale that might have gotten hit. So please understand, I mean, I came out of the charismatic movement and, and partially the Hebrew roots, and I saw this garbage over and over again. And it's still going on, and people are still buying a hook, line, sicker. I'm not saying my listeners, but if you know people that have bought into this garbage, you know, you need to let them know that they're a false prophet according to Deuteronomy 18. Um, and that what basically what that says is if, if a prophet says something and it doesn't come to pass and he, and he didn't hear it from God and it was a death sentence, you kill him. Or if what they say can, comes to pass but then leads you away from the word of God, they're also a false prophet. Well, that's just like a fortune teller. So a fortune teller that maybe has some kind of demonic insight into your life and they give you something and it's accurate doesn't mean they're from god just means that they have uh, communication with familiar spirits that know you and all that's witchcraft and necromancy and all that other garbage that's forbidden in the bible but we're not supposed to mess with that but i mean i've, I've seen um, the, the big one big one for this month was rapture of the church pre-trib rapture of the church gonna happen i can't tell you how many times that's, i i haven't even reported on it because it's like no i want to wait until we're on the other side we're just about on the other side of it now i'm not saying that it couldn't get really bad from here on out or that but so much of this stuff is is very accurate and very like okay it's gonna happen exactly this way it's gonna happen before this date so many things i couldn't even keep up with at all particularly for this month so far, I haven't seen one thing. I'm not saying nothing's happened this month. I'm talking about from a cataclysmic, prophetic scale that's been predicted. Pre-trib rapture was a huge one. Huge one. Been hearing that one in accordance with Jewish holidays 
going back, oh wow, 15 years at least. So I'm not a date setter. And I don't claim to be a prophet, but I know when I see a false prophet. And what it's going to do is it's going to cause many to fall away. Because people are putting their faith in these devils, and that's what I'll call them, devils that aren't hearing from God. They're putting their faith in these devils. Many of them are prophetesses that are women that are at the head of their own ministry, that are heavily involved in the Hebrew Roots movement, that have hexagrams all over everything, and you're telling me you're hearing from God. Why hasn't God told you to get out of that abomination of a movement? These people that say, oh, I heard from God, and they're in some cult, I would have to first question why, if you were truly hearing from God, why didn't he lead you out of the cult or the heretical apostate movement that you're in first before he spoke to you? Or evidently that doesn't really concern God that you're in all of this heresy and apostasy and soul-damning things that you're participating in and then you're leading other people astray into hell as well through typically works-based religion. Yes, if you're saved, you will produce good works. But good works come after salvation. They're a byproduct of it. By the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside you as a born-again Christian. Not of works, lest any man should boast, as the Bible says, as far as how we're saved. So, um, I just had to say that. And, and hey, maybe, maybe all of this will happen tonight before the, the teaching's over, and I won't even have the teaching up, and you'll never hear any of this. But um, I've been really kind of waiting to unload about that for a while because I've never seen a month where I've seen more of that. All of these prophecies, all these things are going to happen. And, and listen, I warned you about September, I, but I went over the things that are literally going to happen, like the, the certain things and, and, and then the precedents. But I never said, hey, it's going to happen. We're going to have some cataclysm on, on that day. But I wanted you to at least have a heads up. I wanted you at least to be forewarned. And I wanted you maybe at least to be praying about it as well. So that if Satan did have something planned for those dates, the prayer of the righteous, just like this tomorrow world, could intervene. And potentially push that back. So Adam, going back to this report, Adam goes on to say, um, the highlight of the day is that the Lord hears the cry of many righteous. And, and that's kind of what I just went over. Um, the report is they shut it down. No more music on the night of the blood moon. Fox 5 News is even reporting on it here. Anyway, I can't tell you everything in this email, but the Holy Spirit has been in full control. Please pray for jeremy shaw as his friend came up to us and said he was missing oh i imagine there's gonna be a lot of people missing there's probably a lot of people that go missing at that thing i mean you have that kind of chaos you you know occultists are behind this you know they're seeking human sacrifice for these events it's not just enough to have all of the pagan revilers there giving their worship to the beast essentially they want the real thing um anyway lord bless you brother thanks again if the lord tarries we will be back here next year uh we still have a couple more hours today all the going on and power under the lord he's higher than tomorrow war more powerful than all the hordes of devils that are behind it yeah amen and then he says okay now we're hearing from party goers that only the dreamville pass holders are allowed to stay which is a much lower i believe percentage those are the people that are literally i believe camping on site they paid all of this money they're not one-day ticket holders or whatever, okay? Uh, police said the campers were packing up, though. Anyway, we'll get back to you. And then he posted this, praise be to God, he controls the weather. And um, if I click on this link, he just put this out. Um, weather conditions force tomorrow world to deny entry to thousands of attendees. Now, since I've been up in North Carolina for over five years, I have never seen it rain. This many days in a row, and we were, I mean, we really needed this rain really bad. And I'm sure a lot of it was controlled weather, chemtrails, and these types of things that manipulate weather. And I've been praying for rain for a long time. Um, but we have had the best kind of rain is a slow, steady, soaking rain. 
that's the best for the plants it's the best for just all around it doesn't produce flooding you know typically because it's going to allow the, the soil time for it to absorb in it's going to be a lot more beneficial to the plants that's the best type of rain it has literally been raining um since basically thursday evening till now sunday i've never seen it slow drizzle rain like that anywhere close to that since we've moved up here and i didn't realize that i really believe a lot of this is due to because we're not that actually far from atlanta i mean if you look at as the crow flies where i'm at we're you know we're basically north north not really even northeast north north by northeast of that and i i don't know as far as if you measured it on a uh i can get there in about three hours probably but i believe obviously the way the weather patterns come up they'll get the rain first and then we we get it typically that's how it goes and um so they've gotten all of this long soaking rain that would make it i mean i was out last night just walking in it on this local uh, track that we have here and i just went out there and it was a slow drizzle and i tried to do it seven times which i, I don't ever have a problem doing it because i typically do calisthenics every lap with it to turn it into kind of like a i don't know crossfit type workout and but it was a slow drizzle in the 60s and all i had on was a you know i had a t-shirt you know and and long shorts and oh man and a hat and woo, it, it was cold by the end i mean it was i was soaked and i can't imagine if you were out in that like and you couldn't get away and these people didn't come prepared at all it looks like most of them didn't they they were um they were not prepared and um a miserable miserable time evidently as though it seems um and again the, for here for us it started thursday which would have been perfect timing as far as this low long slow soaking rain i'm not saying they got all the rain we did but i'm sure they got quite a bit of it um <clears throat> festival organizers can prepare for the worst but mother nature has a way of circumventing human intuition weather has not been kind to tomorrow world this year with a barrage of rain and thunderstorms creating dangerous conditions for campers in dreamville and single day ticket holders alike. due to the inclement weather tomorrowland announced that only attendees in dreamville would be allowed into the festival on sunday which is today effectively denying entry to anyone with only a single day wristband or guest list spot there are a lot of people and it said the situation started early in the weekend as rainfall turned the festival's designated on-site parking lot into a mud pit non-camping guests found their car stuck in the mud festival organizers decided to close the lot on saturday tomorrow land created a package parking refuge for at the renaissance fair which is what adam mentioned nine miles away from the festival grounds running shuttles to and from the festival however continued rainfall turned the roadways into muddy obstacle courses i mean yeah see they want to have this all on private land which is way off the beaten path but the trade-off is they probably don't have a lot of paved roads back there so it doesn't take a lot when you have a long slow drizzling rain with tons of traffic on it to turn those into mud bog um however continued rainfall turned the roadways into muddy obstacle courses uh shuttle runs were then canceled leaving many attendees stranded in adverse conditions tomorrow ward also closed off any drop-off locations for taxis and uber drivers forcing people to walk nine miles back to the parking lot i'm sorry i don't feel sorry for me I mean, this is just pure pure paganism they're going there to absolutely um self-centeredly feed the flesh carnality decadence paganism the whole nine yards so you know i'm not gonna this one girl posted she said third world or tomorrow world like a third world country i don't know the difference except i paid five hundred dollar five hundred dollars for a ticket for this uh, it's just outrageous the amount of money they charge i mean just absolutely they gouge you on top of everything else i saw the I've, I've looked at the payment packages and stuff and i mean you could drop so and then you're gonna have to get your list of drugs and then all the booze you're gonna have to buy there you know so that's who who knows other ways that that you get um nick when you go there i can't even imagine okay so then it says despite the cancellation 
Many hopeful guests took to Tomorrow World's social media pages to express anger over the closed access. Tomorrow World, I mean, this is a really big deal for, for people. I mean, they, they, they pine away to go to this thing all year long. I mean, it is, it is the centerpiece of their life, you know, and, and it's, it turned into this basically unmitigated disaster. Tomorrow World did not announce that they would, did announce they would detail a refund policy soon. Your EDM will keep you updated for further Tomorrow World news as it develops. Um, I'm just looking at these, <laughs> look at these two girls and they're sleeping. It looks like on a kind of a wooden table that's been collapsed and trying to stay up off the ground because they have no i mean they've got it looks like an absolute pigsty um cardboard on the ground people i mean <laughs> it's really bad um and so we walked forever for a shuttle that didn't exist paid a hundred dollars to get an uber to get to the airport hotels and then it shows just this gigantic line of people four deep going way back on this road and it looks like probably they're on the road because it's asphalt it says yeah same here waited in this you know what to finally pay an automatic 75 dollars for a cab and uh then i read this from this guy he was happy matt lawson and it's entitled Rape at Tomorrow World. Um, basically, blank you Tomorrow World. I'm going to make it try to make it you know, PG rated at least. Um, maybe you didn't hear about the two girls who were raped while left stranded on the side of the road. And maybe you forgot the multiple ambulances called for injuries and dehydration that happened while you left thousands of your paying customers on the side of the road. Listen, for as much money as they're charging, they should have... They should have paved everything. They should have had all of these um, uh, contingency plans. They should have had more. I mean, just there should be no excuse for this. But they're greedy and they're evil. And obviously we know that. And so they're, they're planning on just best case scenario. And they could care less if it goes well. They could care less. But, you know, they're not going to prepare for that eventuality. Um, maybe you forgot about the multiple ambulances called for injuries and dehydration. Um, take responsibility. If the shuttle company breached your contract, then you better have a backup plan. It's your responsibility. I want my ticket money reimbursed and I deserve a free show for what you put me through at least at the very least. Same with everyone else. I'm a three year pioneer of tomorrow world, but I assure you I'll never return ever again. Well, praise God. Good. And I'll be sure my friends and anyone I know who plans on going does not go anti-tomorrow world you blank your customers so there's a satisfied customer um and this one guy says i'm in, i'm sitting here at atlanta and like what do i do now i guess a lot of people are stranded um so how can tomorrow world leave us and not give us any answers except you can't come <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Tough luck. Um, I have no idea how we're going to get back to our campsite or even to our bus that's taking us back home tomorrow. Um, and then this guy says, horrible to hear that kind of story, but it's expected from a bankrupt company. <laughs> so I'm sure that, you know, it's not like they, they can't be just raking in unbelievable amounts of dough when they're having these things. I mean... <laughs> The amount of money they charge. And it's not like they have to get some big headliner band. It's not that. It's like this rave where all they have is DJs and stuff. And, you know, I, I, I don't think that they're, they're paying some, you know, gigantic rock band or something to go there. And, and it's not like that. So I, I got to believe their profit margin, if they have any brains in their head whatsoever, is through the roof. I mean, but they're probably embezzling a lot of the money and siphoning it off and doing all kind of satanic things, which is what satanic companies do typically. Um, uh, embarrassing to see a company throw a festival with this kind of service. Who cuts transportation driving during that kind of weather? These girls literally slept in the cold mud. 
Um, so it goes on and on and on. Stranded. See photos of stranded Tomorrow World Festival goers after heavy rainfall. Um, so, yeah, it goes on and on. And then it shows festival promos, what they show you. And then she says, this is what's really happening. It shows all these people stranded in the middle of the night, you know, sleeping on the ground and stuff. Literally sleeping on the ground with no sleeping bag, no nothing. And But they show everybody happy and, and that's what they, they how they uh, portray it. So anyway, answer to prayer. Um, really, really, they, they're going to take a hit on this. Um, with this type of negative press, I, and if they truly are bankrupt, they may never recover, and I hope to God they don't. This reminds me of when I went with a listener of mine when the whole Todd Bentley thing was going on, and, and if you haven't heard that one, just key in Bentley in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com or Todd with two Ds, I believe. I did a whole bunch of studies on it, but it's it's the uh, one that uh, it's entitled Todd Bentley Revival Shutdown. When, when he was like really, really big in Florida and he had that thing in Lakeland and had to move it to that that airport nearby and we went there and all we did is sit in the back and pray the whole time. Um, we were like on the back row. I didn't want anything to do with any of the garbage that was going on there. It was like a freak show, I'll be honest. It was insane, the, the behavior that I saw. But I came out of charismatic circles, so it wasn't too huge of a shock. We just sat there and prayed. We prayed against that wicked. He wasn't even there that night. And literally, within that week, not only did they shut it all down, but a big scandal broke where he came out and admitted he had been cheating on his wife. And and he did it partially because he wanted to be with this girl or, or with this woman that I guess he had been cheating on her with, and, and I guess he didn't want to have to hide it anymore. So it, it, the revival got shut down that week. He got totally discredited. He came out and said he was an adulterer. He was disgraced, and that was it. It was over by that week. So um, I really think that when you go to a place like this, it's a little different dynamic, and if you're actually able to go there ahead of time and pray, which I know some of my listeners were, when you're there or near the site, I really believe that you're literally addressing whatever devils are emanating and operating at that locale and i think it's more powerful when you do that so um my hat's off to my listeners i i hope let's just keep praying that this is it for them that they they're not able to resurrect this devil festival um and uh anyway that was some really good news that was some really good news Okay, and now I just got another update. So before um, I actually go into the study today, which is pretty extensive, um, Adam also says, because I, I emailed him a link about how bad, I don't think he realized how bad it was at Tomorrow World, because he's not in there. He's only getting probably, you know, and I doubt if people are going to open up to, some of the people are probably not going to open up to him because they're not going to want to gratify, you know, um, if he's out there preaching against it, they're not going to want to come out and gratify him and say, oh yeah, it was, it was a, a mitigated disaster and all this. So some may though, but he says, um, incredible, what made our night was a semi-drunk mother of two named Lily who had been abused by her husband and broke down in front of us uh, at the preaching of a living gospel for her. She received a Bible. I, gr I gave her scripture to read. We talked about repentance, heaven and hell, and she knew about the occult in Tomorrow World. She had been chasing in an, o an oasis of false love. It really is. They present this fairy tale, very very much puts you in mind of like a, a really, um, I don't know, perverted adult version of Disney World kind of. Uh, even though Disney World is perverted, and I've done several studies on that, but it's, it's more of an, you know, like this really heavy-duty occult in-your-face version of, you know, Disney World. Like, they, they even have that stuff in Disney World, like Tomorrowland and stuff like that. Um, so, they're trying to put out this image that this is all about, you know, Mother Gaia and, and, and love and peace and let's all come together in unity and let's all do drugs together and, and, and worship Satan together, basically. And uh, so he said, she's been chasing an oasis of false love. She cried for 10 minutes. We prayed with her. 
Um, she is close to the kingdom. Another so-called Christian had no idea about Tomorrow World and took several tracks. He heard, heard the message and it sounded like he will never come back. We had a half-drunk man threaten to beat us. He thought he was a believer until I exposed the truth about sin to him. Then he got religious <laughs> and then violent. Well, because different altars, different demons come to the surface. So when he realized that he was a whatever, apostate, false Christian, okay, which is really the only, I mean, this is really hardcore. I mean, I can understand, you know, it, somebody not realizing something totally and coming out of a movement, but this is so in your face, you know. And um, then he got his other altar, his other demon, his religious demon came out. And, and then when that didn't work, the violent one came out. Because different altars will come out of people in response to how their, their defense mechanisms. They don't want to have the spotlight on themselves. So what they try to do then is get the spotlight either back on you or then flat out threaten you. It's very typical behavior. Um, I've seen it over and over. Uh, he didn't do anything to us though. As pastors went by, the devils were yelling through them, calling us false. It was awesome and worth it. God will give the increase. We also had a chance to witness to a group of 10 Hindus who heard the gospel. Now, I don't know much about Hinduism, but the Holy Spirit gave the wisdom at the moment. That was not me, but a merciful God reaching out to them. One of the things you can do is, as far as tracks go, Chick has the best selection of tracks for every, all the main religions in the world. And they've also got a section on their site, like for, like you can go up there and on the left side, chick.com is what it is don't do chicks.com i heard that that's not good <laughs> but chick.com um the um if you go up there and uh and it's c-h-i-c-k just so you know dot com um they have on the left side a thing for every different major religion and a whole section and the tracks you can even read the tracks right there online and even print them out if you wanted to i mean it's going to be one big thing and then you can have the option of ordering them too uh, i don't agree with chick on everything on all that i've just put out an email recently where there's some things we don't agree with and um uh, but you know as far as specific tracks regarding the gospel you know for specific religions they're the only ones i really know of that that they have the best platform regarding that um so, and they've even got missionary funds where you can fund the missionaries with tracts, you know, get those to the missionaries, Chick Missionary Fund, it's on their site. So, um, going further, uh, I don't know much about Hinduism, but the Holy Spirit gave me the wisdom at the moment, that was not me, but a merciful God reaching out to them. These are just a few of the better testimonies. We didn't get much video, but I will send you the few clips we took. This was a faith builder for me and how God moved in the weather. We heard all the prayers of the believers we know and don't know. Praise God. We will probably go back one more time tomorrow to catch people leaving. Lord bless you. So, yeah, God bless them. God bless all the listeners, you know, that have prayed about this and, and that are there. And, and um, yeah, like I said, I've never seen anything like it, this rain that we're getting. I mean, it's it's just been it's just been never-ending. I mean, for like the since Thursday. I mean, since Thursday evening, and so um, I, I have never seen anything like it since we moved up here. Okay, so sorry I took uh, 34 minutes to get my the intro in. Um, of course, that was kind of something I added. Um, little bonus section there. Uh, first report we're going over uh, 24 page PDF roughly for today. Um, Pope addressing the UN says environmental degradation threatens the very existence of the human species and that they're at risk. Pope Francis here poses with United Nations Secretary General Ban Ki-moon at the United Nations uh, in New York, September 25th, 2015. So this was a couple days ago, and he's taking a picture here. And they've got the Vatican flag and the UN flag two absolutely satanic flags now the un flag and i've said this before if you look at it the light blue flag and then it has the wreath around the world and what that represents is what the un's and then the basically like a it looks like a big target bullseye over the world it's superimposed with a wreath around it well the target is the world 
the wreath around it was in the first Olympics what they would give if you had conquered an event is you would get the wreath on top of your head. You know, they didn't have, I don't believe the medal, maybe they had medals too back then, I don't know. But the wreath was the main thing you got for first place. Well, the wreath around the world symbolizes what the goal is, what the target is of the United Nations is conquering of the world. Okay, And you have the Vatican, which is the most powerful false pseudo-religious institution on the planet. Uh, as far as wealth and, and uh, that, there's really nothing that could really compare to it. Wealth and power, I mean, they, we're talking going back, you know, um, since its inception, you know, and um, 3, 318 essentially. But it was just a continuation, a, a lot of it was just a continuation of, of Roman paganism. And they just melded the um, false suit of Christianity with paganism. And that's all it ever was from the very beginning, back going all the way back to 318. And even before that, when you had just a flat-out Roman pagan system, which, you know, this Catholic Church kind of morphed into, but it took on this Christian veneer, um, reported on that many times. Uh, so they, they've had, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years to acquire unbelievable power and wealth. And then you have the blood of 50-plus million martyrs during the Inquisitions, and that's probably a very conservative estimate that um, is on the hands of the Catholic Church collectively, and all the torture and evil. And I've, I've you know, Keen Inquisitions in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, Keen Catholic, Vatican, Pope. I've done probably more more teachings on the Catholic Church than, uh, I don't know about Islam, it probably might be more, but, you know, it's probably close second, if, if anything. Um and I think this is from Reuters. Before Congress Thursday, Pope Francis' words on the environment called on Congress to help avert the most serious effects of the environmental deterioration caused by human activity. But speaking to the United Nations General Assembly Friday, Francis transformed into an international policy law and development authority. He transformed into one. And above all, his nauseating encyclical, and I inserted nauseating, on the environment was his centerpiece. Because you got to have the whole global warming, climate control, because see, that is going to be the primary control mechanism. That is going to be how they get that wreath around the world, imposing all these carbon taxes and, and, and putting us in stack-and-pack cities and hurting us in... in you know, there and, and not letting us have, you know, uh, cars to drive and, and, and all of that is going to be under the guise of taking away all of our rights and all of our liberty. And this is why it's so important to Satan through devils and evil organizations like the Vatican, like the Pope, like the United Nations, like Obama. It's so important for them to implement these things through those types of devils uh, because it, it's... It can, Satan's all about control, you know, controlling us, lock, stock, and barrel, every aspect of our lives. That's what he wants. And um, going back to this, it says, but speaking to the United Nations, um, he said, the ecological crisis and the large-scale destruction of biodiversity can't... I mean, why isn't he talking about Fukushima? Talk about large-scale destruction. You're going to... I mean, the, the Pacific Ocean's being turned into a dead zone. I put out in my health newsletter every week, you know, typically a, another report or I'm not even putting them all up there on how all of this massive um, sea life die off uh, from the fish to the, to the seals, to the whales, to the dolphins, to the, I mean, you name it, they're dying in the Pacific. It's turning into a gigantic dead zone thanks to Fukushima. And as far as I can see, they're really doing nothing to avert it. I saw a report, um, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, that they're saying that all of the nuclear materials already flowed out of Fukushima, potentially, at least the one reactor. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, but it's total gigantic global cover-up with that. Um, that by itself, and that was man-made, man-induced, and I believe all by design. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And the New World Order isn't doing anything to correct that, but they'll use, potentially, 
something like that. Of course, they're not really doing it yet, but they'll use something potentially like that in order to take away all rights and blame it on humanity. Like, that's my fault. You know, the nuclear reactors are just incredibly inherently um, dangerous when you have, uh, you know, a tsunami slamming into them with an earthquake. You know, and we don't even need them. If they would just, you know, all of the, the potential uh, uses for um, free energy and these types of things that exist, that they have suppressed, that they have killed the inventors of or bought them off. We don't need any of this nuclear. We don't need, we don't need gas for the cars either. You know, there's all types of things like this, but they've all been suppressed to keep control over us. So, going forward, it says, um, the large-scale destruction of biodiversity can threaten the very existence of the human species. Francis said the baneful consequences of an irresponsible mismanagement of the global economy, guided only by ambition for wealth and power. Oh, this fork-tongued devil's one to talk. What a hypocritical slime bag. Guided, he's, he's accusing the global economy is guided only by ambition for wealth and power. Like that wasn't like that hasn't been what the Vatican and the Catholic Church has been about since its satanic inception. Ambition for wealth and power. And to be able to have their way with little boys. The the cadre, the the legions of pedophile priests that exist which there's always an ongoing cover-up of that as well. The, the, the blood of all of the martyrs, you know. Or how about, oh yeah, you can go out and, and rape a, a, a small child, just pay us this indulgence. And they're bringing those back. So I've, I've even heard that they probably are back if, if you go by um, behind closed doors. But that was common practice in the Middle Ages. Hey, yeah, I'm going to commit this horrific sin. How much is it going to cost me there, uh? Unholy father. Well, son, it's going to cost you, you know, two talents of gold in order to be able to rape that little boy down the street. But you will be absolved of this sin if you do this. This is how they've accumulated their wealth. One of the ways. Then you have people dying thinking that the Catholic Church is this holy whatever, bastion of whatever, and they leave their whole estate to them. This is how they've acquired all of these land holdings. We're going to get into that in in um, little uh, shortly here with with another report. But you know, for for him to say guided only by ambition for wealth and power, my my word, that is so the pot calling the kettle black. I've never the the hypocrisy of people like this guy and Obama and these world leaders that speak out and try to browbeat humanity when they themselves are the biggest devils walking the planet. But so many people buy into it. I mean, I've, I've watched people interviewed this week and they're all in agreement with them and they're all, they're all flocking to see this guy and, 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 and they're, you know, starstruck. And, oh, I, I just, I, all I can think is those people are going to literally beg for the mark of the beast. They're going to think it's the most holy thing on the planet. They're going to beg for it. They're going to gladly burn in rotten hell. Even if, they, even if they've read the thing about 666 and the Mark of the Beast, and it doesn't matter. Because they're going to be so consumed by going after whatever their heart is telling them. And the, and the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And that is incredibly true for Catholics in general. Because they're very, um, they, they, they seek after signs and wonders and miracles. And Jesus Christ said, a wicked adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. We're not supposed to go after signs. I'm not saying God can't produce a sign, but it better line up with the word of God. And all of these visions of Mary and, and all of these Catholic apparitions and all of these stupid relics and garbage that they worship and go after and run after, it is all total idolatry and evil and totally unbiblical. And then how they have extra books in their, in their Bible, you know, Maccabees and all this other garbage, which give you all of this, you know, a lot of it is totally unbiblical. Get, and this is where a lot of times they'll, they'll justify a lot of the things that they're doing with idolatry and purgatory and limbo and all this other garbage. 
is through those other unbiblical books, and then and then if the Pope makes an announcement, that's you know, the gospel truth there. Because he says he's the vicar of Christ. Vicar means substitute. So he's the substitute for Jesus Christ on earth. And we're going to talk about more about that a little bit later as well. Um, <clears throat> then it goes on to say, So they're only guided by wealth and power that must serve as a summons to a forthright reflection on man. And I, again, I say this is... This is beyond a hypocritical statement uttered by the head of the most powerful, richest religious cult on the planet. Uh, I, sorry, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna receive one thing out of your fork tongue mouth, or go by any of it. You're you're beyond a hypocrite. You're beyond evil. You will burn in hell. You will burn in the lake of fire. And unfortunately, you're gonna take millions with you that are following you. And I pray against you. I pray against your wickedness. If you're even human, whatever you are. And if you listen to my last study, you'll know what I mean about that. Pope Francis's emphasis on the fact that the um, climate crisis and the crisis of biodiversity can threaten the very existence of the human species ought to serve as a wake-up call to those around the world who are standing in the way of action, like People like you and I. We're standing in the way of action. We need to give up all of our liberty, all of our rights, all of private property, all of our possessions in order to not grieve Mother Gaia and cause more global warming even though we've been in a global cooling phase and they're cooking the books and they're cooking the numbers and I've put out all of the information proving that. But they just lie about it now, you know. That was said by Michael Bruni, the executive director of the Sierra Club, in a statement. Francis spoke before the United Nations as the body moves to endorse a highly aspirational set of post-2015 sustainable development goals. And again, this is, this is the goal of all this garbage. This is the goal of this trip over here from him. Not only for him to browbeat us about taking in more legal aliens and these devil Muslims coming over, you know... In, into Europe or whatever. And we, every time I turn around, you know, Carrie's saying, oh, we'll take, we'll take more. We'll take more. We've already got a ton, but they want to totally ruin this country by, you know, importing these devils, these ISIS, I mean, these are radical Muslims that are coming over. I mean, these are savages. We're going to get into that. And they just want to—they want to make sure that we get the most radical, insane elements into Europe and into the United States as quickly as possible. And you're going to have some devil like the Pope browbeating you the whole way, saying that if you don't, you're not going by the golden rule. You're not doing unto others as you'd have done in yourself. The Bible also says, "Obey the law of the land." And as far as I know, it's illegal. To just go from one country to another and say, well, I'm a citizen here now. Feed me, clothe me, take care of me, and I'm going to destroy your country. You don't let an enemy come in that's avowed to destroy your country and everything about it. And I'm not saying America's perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but we're talking these people are demon-possessed savages. These are the same ones that are cutting off Christians' heads in the Middle East killing them, raping them, raping their little girls, raping the little, I mean, you name it, they're doing it. They're pure evil. But this is all about endorsing a highly aspirational set of new post-2015 sustainable development goals. 17 separate highly detailed items calling not only for addressing climate change, but ending poverty and hunger improving cities, spreading renewable energy, improving access to education, and much more. Yeah, right. Flowery garbage, and all of it's a lie. Every bit of it. Pure evil, what we're dealing with here. I'm going to go ahead and play a clip from uh, David Knight here, The Pope and the One World Religion for the One World Government. And again, I'm just... A lot of times I'll play clips like this just so we can glean some more information about a specific given subject. I'm not like endorsing 
giving some blanket endorsement of Alex Jones or whatever. Okay, but just like I would glean from CBS or NBC or whatever if they come out with a news story and it's on something, you could verify it. Well, I'm I'm doing that with this too. So uh, let's go ahead and roll this. Other, but there's a difference between religious tolerance and a one-world religion. When you hear the Pope and others say that we all worship the same God, that's not true. And that is not the path to religious toleration. That is a path to tyranny. We had religious toleration with the First Amendment, saying that everyone has freedom to exercise their religion, to believe what they wish, to exercise it, or to not exercise it. That was what was different about this country. One of the many things that were different about this country was religious toleration. It was one of the things this country was founded upon. You will not get toleration with a world religion. You will get intolerance. So understand that, if, even if you're an atheist, that this is not a path to peace and understanding. I was also very troubled to see, as they're talking about the value of human life that was lost here, how this pope has skirted the issue. So he's at the 9-11 memorial. Um really weird sculpture in the back. It looks like some kind of like balloon animal, like giant balloon animal that um, is behind him. It's really strange looking. Of the Planned Parenthood video investigations. He's chosen not to talk about it. He's chosen not to make an issue of it. As I pointed out when I was on with Alex Jones, I heard a conversation, people saying, it's great every time this Pope talks. He talks about how other people don't have as much as you do. So it's, it's a great thing, a moral case that he's making to everyone. And I'm glad that he didn't get caught up by the right wing. While, while he lives in the most lavish, extravagant, religious cult institution on the planet that has more wealth and more power. Than, and he's going to browbeat and lecture everyone about giving up whatever you have for the sake of the greater good. Well, he's, he's just, it's communism, essentially, is what they're trying to impose on us. Socialism, communism, you know, the whole nine yards. And then what he made, the, the point he makes about, the Pope doesn't bring up anything about, like, all the aborted babies and stuff, you know, happening and stuff like that. I mean, there's so many issues that you would think from a Christian standpoint he would have brought up. He didn't touch any of them because he's evil. Fanatics in the church that want to talk about pro-life issues. Why would we want to talk about pro-life issues? Well, it's because about the same number of babies are being killed each day from abortions as people who died here at the Twin Towers. Yet, that is still going on each day, a 9-11 each day, yet this Pope will not speak of it, let alone go to an abortion clinic. He will go here and he will have a meeting with all these other heads of religions, but he won't address the fundamental issue. What a stinking slime bag. He talks about all how we're supposed to care for one another and all this other stuff. 4,000 plus aborted babies every day though in America, and he won't utter a word about it. And then he'll call you a religious fanatic. I mean, this is how evil this institution is, has become with this guy. Now I want to read you something that was uh, put out by an environmental group this was, uh, they were talking about how the Pope is the one guy that can sell climate change. And of course, climate change is not really going to be effective. This is simply a way, if you want to tax people, you want to control their energy usage, this is a path for world government, world taxes, world regulation. It gives them power over each individual country to raise and lower that country. This is central banks on a steroid, okay? This is the way this is going to handle, it's going to replace the central banks to a large degree in terms of the power that they have over an individual economy. It is a very dangerous thing, but of course, as they point out, they say, I think he is the person, speaking of the Pope, who can move the needle in the United States. Their approach to climate change, even more so than President Obama can, in particular, I think he can give space to GOP politicians to address this issue. And of course, you see that John Boehner, has been known for all of these globalist policies, open borders, uh, Obamacare, which is a consolidation of power, again, to the center. Anything that consolidates power to the center, quite frankly, folks, is headed towards globalization. That has always been the case. That's what our founders were so concerned about, was consolidation. They understood that power corrupts absolute, power corrupts absolutely. They always spoke of it in terms of consolidation. That's why they wanted a divided central government, and they wanted the power of the central government divided amongst the, uh, the uh, states and the people. So we're seeing that this, this ball towards centralization of power is moving forward all the time, and that's what the Pope is selling. You need to understand, we'll do other reports on it, but you need to understand that when 
the Chinese president is coming at the same time, working with Obama, the United States, Asia, and then the Pope representing culturally uh, not only the third world, but <coughs> Europe as well, a European cultural leader, saying the kinds of things that non-believing Europeans will rally behind. Because he's not talking about religious doctrines of the church, which they would not rally behind because they basically Europe has largely moved away from the Catholic Church from Christianity in general but he's talking about the tenets of classical I would say liberalism as a religion their classic core beliefs is what he's embracing and so when you look at this understand again this is Asia the United States North America as well as Europe coming together in these three different areas first for global climate change and a, a global governance based on that and then, of course, we're going to have the transatlantic, transpacific partnerships to glue us together as well. This is all going to start coming down in December. They were defeated before, so now they want to get China on board along with the Pope. It's a massive rollout. We need to fight against this as much as we can. For Infowars.com, I'm David Knight. Okay, so we have that report, and let's go to the next one here. Pope pushes communism across America. David Knight for InfoWars.com. Now, here we are in the nation's capital. The Pope being here is to sell an agenda. It's something that they put out with an encyclical earlier to pave the way for what they were going to do for climate change. Most people were not paying attention to it. As a poll said, only one in three of Americans were aware of it. Only 40% of those in the Catholic Church were aware of it. So they're going to make a very big deal out of it with Obama. But I want to just look at some of the symbolism here. Not necessarily intended, but what I see here. Look at the Capitol building in the background. You see it's under scaffolding. That scaffolding is probably about just cleaning and painting. But what we understand here is that this is a government that is being remade. It's being remade. The the capital of the United States, he's, he's at the capital right now, and you're sh there. they had a big rally there. The Pope spoke there, and the uh, capital, I don't know, call it the rotunda, um, is all under scaffolding. I noticed that a lot on a lot of different capital buildings that I've seen in different countries uh, as of late. And it's something that we don't even recognize, like this alien statue over here on the side here. This, this thing looks like it's about ready to climb up the side of the building. Yeah, these statues, that, like the one that was behind him at the 9-11 Memorial, and then this one in Washington, D.C., I mean, it looks like something you'd see in a, a, a junkyard, or if, if a guy was, like, on... Uh, crack and he was a artist slash welder and he decided to make something for the day or, or i mean if he's on pcp probably be more apropos um regarding what he would produce i mean it's just this massive wasting of of money on sculptures like that like this that they have out in public this is an alien foreign government it's being sold to us as compassion it's phony compassion and when you look at the um, the where the Pope was speaking here um, in front of the Capitol outside, it says moral action on climate justice. Moral action because we it's he's appealing to our morality of why we need to give up all of our rights because that's what they're going to require eventually. They're not going to come right out and say that right off the bat, but. If you look at all the Agenda 21 goals, I mean, that's exactly what is going to be required. Totally giving up all of your rights, all of your liberties, and, and, and giving your, um, you know, your possessions, your private land, and, and, and letting them do whatever they want to with you and your family is essentially what it's going to come down to. This Pope that's reported by those who are traveling... And then it says on the side, um, it's a moral action on climate, and then um, it says, Hear the cry of the earth... Hear the cry of the earth, Mother Gaia, yeah, on this, on this issue that, again, has been totally disproven over and over and over again. But see, if it's a lie, that's when Satan wants to, he wants, you know, to push things that are lies. And, and, and it makes him feel better, I believe, when, when collectively and globally he can con everybody into going along with some satanic agenda when it's a total lie. With him, according the Guardian and others who are on the plane with him, he wanted to enter America through one of the ports of entry that was the most popular for immigrants coming in here illegally. That's the agenda that he wants to sell. He wants to sell the evil 
of the free marketplace. He hates individuality. He hates what he calls capitalism. But of course, we understand that's not capitalism. That is crony capitalism. It is fascism, like they had in Argentina, where he was under Perón. The difference between Hitler and Mussolini that Juan Perón loved so much in Argentina and the kind of government that he created there was he made an alliance with the labor unions. That's the only difference. And of course, it became a retirement haven for Nazis after the war to move to Argentina. They were famous for that. So it's a very much a fascist. And the Catholic Church had everything to do with making that happen. Uh, getting the high-level Nazi war criminals out of there via the rat line. And, and a lot of them came over here and, and were, you know, changed their identities and probably changed their appearance. And, and a lot of them worked with the government at high levels. And then a lot of them went to uh, Argentina. And, and the Catholic Church had everything to do with, with making sure that whole process happened and getting them there because they're evil and they were in lockstep with Hitler and, and, and on a lot of different agendas at the highest levels. And so they're going to um, obviously protect them after World War II. The system that was there, military dictatorship. We've seen, however, throughout Central and Latin America what happens when the Pope's economic policies that he's trying to sell to us as compassion. That's always the way they package it. We've seen what happens to that. We can see what's going on in Venezuela right now. We know that people don't have the money for food, for water, for medicine. They're going to other countries. They're coming to America. That system that the Pope is trying to sell, that the Jesuits have been trying to sell for decades since the early 1970s, called liberation theology, is nothing but warmed over Marxism with a compassionate face on it. It isn't going to provide the necessities that people need. It's not capable of it. We have an imperfect system. We have problems with our system. They're just doing it to try to destroy America. Lock, stock, and barrel in every different facet of, of American life and to create this gigantic crisis and where they'll come in on their on their white horse and, and act like they're the saviors because if they can create a big enough crisis and destroy America and implode it and then you have the <laughs> where they could pull the plug on the dollar any second you know it, it wouldn't take a whole lot corruption crony capitalism we need to reform and correct the system not level it and create something that Obama and the Pope would like to see here and of course it's going to be done in the name of climate change as well let's take a look at the facade of climate change so when Jakari and I walked up here, what I saw was a massive restructuring. That's what it looks like with the scaffolding that's on the Capitol. I saw a massive restructuring of the government with a facade of climate change based on a moral case. The irony of all this is that the only thing that's not changing in our government, in our religion, in the Catholic Church, in the traditional family, the only thing out of all of that that's not changing is the climate. But they're going to use that to try to make a moral case. You want to make a moral case? Well, I, I will say, though, that the chemtrailing to cause droughts and things like they've done in California and in the uh, southwest um, region of, of America, that has definitely changed the climate, okay? But that's, that's again, they're creating that. They're create, trying to create this wicked, evil problem so that ultimately in California they can impose all of these restrictions and then ultimately herd people out of there, I believe, or, or at least have their just designated cities and then you know, herd other people into their designated corridors where they'll be forced to live, you know, in this case due to extreme drought. Talk about why we're being flooded into this country with economic refugees fleeing the very system that the Pope wants to establish. The hypocrisy of saying, I'm going to come across the border where these people are coming across the border, yet deciding, nah, you know what, I think I'll come in with my own private jet. But I'll drive out in a Fiat 500. Is that the Avarth edition? I don't know, okay? This is beyond ridiculous, but this is the pageantry, this is the way it's being sold, the symbolism. Look at the symbolism. This is our government being restructured, being manufactured with a false agenda into an alien being that we don't understand. For Infowars.com, I'm Dave. See, he, dry, he comes out in a Fiat, even though he had a, a huge jet bring him over, you know, and he, but he goes out in a Fiat to make, to supposedly set this example for all of us to be humble like he is. I am totally out of time on the first part, so we'll end part one here and go to part two next. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G 
F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.